Friday, beautiful people. It's Friday. It's Friday. <laughs> you know y'all live for Fridays. Welcome to Love Babs Love Talk. I'm Babs Rolls Ivy. It's Friday. We had a long week and we had a holiday in this week, which made it excruciatingly longer. So hope you all are well. So if you you if you got anything to do tonight, I'll be at a best video with the New Haven Docs people having a conversation about two films that we're screening tonight on housing. So if you got some time, come through around seven o'clock, screening two films and then a conversation with the with the makers of the film, the directors of the film. And uh, it should be a good conversation. I've never been to Best Video, so this will be my first time tonight. So if you're around and you need something to do on a Friday night, come through, people. Come through. Uh, and if you don't have anything to do or uh, tomorrow, go catch the uh, the uh, Jamaican Ballet Company. I mean, the Jamaican Dance Company. Uh, they're, they're in town under the Arts and Ideas umbrella at the Schubert Theater. So they'll be there uh, tonight. And tomorrow, I'm catching the tomorrow matinee, the two o'clock show, which I'm hella excited about. Uh, but if you want to hear more about either one of those things, uh, I've got Gorman Brashad coming on at 1015 to give me about 1015 minutes of the New Haven Docs Film Festival uh, and what tonight uh, is about. And then uh, Marlon Sims, uh, who is the artistic director uh, for the... Uh, Jamaican Dance Company is coming on at 1030 to give me about 20 minutes of a conversation about what this means, how big this is. Uh, I, I didn't even know Jamaica had its own dance company. So this is going to be really interesting, very cool. And I'm looking forward to it. I'm so glad I'm not missing it. Although I am missing the Aretha Franklin tribute by the New Haven Symphony Orchestra. I am missing that and I'm missing it. It's going to be at uh, Lyman and at Shelton and at Klein in Bridgeport. So I'm I'm just missing it all the way around. And there's no and there's no, nothing I could do about it because I just got commitments all over the place this weekend and uh, I just can't I just can't get to it. I just can't get to it, which is, you know, very rare. Usually I could get to one or two things. Um, you know, I always get to the symphony stuff but I I can't get to this and I'm I'm bummed by that. Seriously. I'm very bummed by that. But uh, you know, I'm seeing the Jamaican, and and if that's not enough, uh, Samara Joy is going to be at Westport. Uh, Westport. I'm gonna try if the weather holds out. I'm gonna try to get over there. On, I think it's Sunday, Saturday or Sunday. I think one of these days, and uh, I don't think I have plans on Sunday. I don't see anything in my calendar, but that doesn't mean a daggone thing. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure I didn't write something down <laughs> I'm sure of it I'm sure of it as I know my name I'm sure of it uh, my daughter is in her apartment in Hartford I'm very excited by that I woke up this morning and it seemed a, a little bit more quieter odd but a little more quieter uh, so but I still have one daughter here and and I'm looking forward to. Oh yeah, Samara Joy is Saturday. It's tomorrow, seven thirty show at Westport at the uh, the Levitt Pavilion. So we'll see. I don't. It might be a. It might be challenging. It might not. It might or it might not. I might make it. We'll see what happens. I'd love to go. You know. So we'll see. Uh, we shall see. Uh, but anyway, it's the uh, one month anniversary of being 60. I've been 60 a whole month. So I posted up some pictures just to remind people that, I, just to remind my friends and folks that uh, I was in Marrakesh this month, last month. I was this day last month. So I, I've been 60 years old a month. I have goals for, for 60. And uh, some of them I've implemented, some of them I have not. That's the problem with you, a woman who does a lot of, who have a lot of interest. I have a lot of interest, a lot of interest. Uh, last night, Ife and I went to see Shimmer at uh, 
at the Schwartzman Center. So uh, it has been confirmed. It's Woosley Hall, Schwartzman Center. They got Woosley Hall etched in, engraved in the building, and Schwartzman Hall engraved in or painted in or whatever it is. So it's Woosley Hall, Schwartzman Center. Uh, being in the dome is rather nice, although I think they got to put a little more air in there when they have events because uh, it, it felt a little warm. Uh, but for the most part, uh, to, to I tell you what I like. I like seeing a play in, in workshop. That, that's interesting to see a play in workshop. Uh, glad I got to go. So Ife and I were there last night. Uh, nice to meet Anthony Davis, Pulitzer Prize winning Anthony Davis, who uh, got a, a Pulitzer for the music for uh, Central Park 5. And, uh, you know, it was really nice uh, meeting him and talking to him. And uh, seeing Francis from uh, Midnight Oil, uh, that was really nice. So it was an interesting, interesting night. You know, I try to show up for my my Schwartzman Center folks. So Maurice working sound, so it's good. Uh, well, try to show up for my friends. Uh, uh, Arts and Ideas is kicking off in full swing. Uh, they got stuff going on around town. I believe the neighborhood festivals are still going on because they got pushed back a day, I think, because of the weather. But I think they're going on. Uh, Freddie Fixer's this weekend. So if you like parades, as I do not, but I am going to go to Freddie Fixer. So what I think I'm going to do is I'm going to walk down the street with my chair to Dixville Avenue and sit on the Ave and watch the parade. Because the parade starts at Bassett, so it's just a block away. <laughs> I'll watch the parade from, from, my, from, my, from the end of my street. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. I think I'm going to hang out with Ife and her people. <coughs> so that's the that's the goal. <coughs> Is to uh, catch some of the parade on Sunday. And then walk myself back home. Uh, so I'm just trying to decide. What I, know that, I know there's something that I'm missing. I know it. I know there's something that I'm missing. I, for the life of me, I can't think what it is. But, you know. No need to to fret or worry. So uh, there's no word on the street on Fridays. Uh, so we'll be back at it on Monday. We've had some really interesting word on the streets. Uh, I mean, they're all interesting. Uh, but when you could catch, some are more interesting than others. So uh, Paul stumbled across a, a car accident. And uh, that was a lot. I hope those people are all right. You know. Uh, I hope they are all right. So yeah, uh, so yeah, I think that's what that's what we are. Uh, not not a bad. Uh, I guess government has found a way to deal with the debt ceiling. Who 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 didn't think that they would? Now now the debt ceiling raising is a is a negotiating tool. Now it's another pawn in the fight for democracy. I guess. Or whatever you want to call it. I don't know. <laughs> I am uh, a week away, uh, well, a week and a day away from taking the LSAT proper. It's going to be what it's going to be. Uh, I've studied. I don't think I studied near as much as I should, but life, life, lives. And I'm not 23, so that's what it is but i did i i like to think that i did the best that i could do we'll see uh we'll see what we'll we'll see what happens <laughs> we'll see we'll see what happens we'll see what happens uh i'm 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 going to be as good as i want i'm going to be as good as it could get so uh yeah i mean i've got some i got some i got some goals that i need to hit uh, I need to get, I need to do a little shopping today. So I'm going to do that. Uh, I want, Claire's got some cinnamon donuts that I want. 
I'm not going to drive the Neils to get the glazed donuts, which I love. Neils has vegan glazed donuts, and I don't think they meant to make them vegan. I think they happened upon them, but they got a whole vegan uh, uh, choices of donuts. Like, I don't even think people know that they're vegan. They just be buying them and eating them, you know. I love, you know what I love? I love a um, a jelly-filled donut with the white powder. I love that. And a plain glazed donut. I love that. You know, I don't mind a Boston cream either. I I, I guess what I'm saying is I, I don't I don't mind any donut. <laughs> Today is um National Donut Day. That's why I got doing it on my brain because I, I was on my Instagram or my Facebook or one of them and I saw Claire's come out the oven with some cinnamon powdery donuts and I was like, oh my God. So when I get off air, I have to run over there and get them. <laughs> so I can have donuts in the morning with, with my coffee. I'm going to buy some coffee today. I need to ground my Jamaican beans, but I'm not doing it today. So I might just pick up some coffee while I'm out. Like, you know, some Cafe Bustelo or something. You know, I don't mind that. I like Cafe Bustelo. So I pick up some espresso and uh, brew that up. And and we'll ground my beans. I'll ground my beans sometimes this weekend. So because my, I have my coffee, my beans sitting in the fridge. I really should be drinking my coffee. So I know weird so so but I, I want people to know i feel really good 30 days into being 60 <laughs> i i actually like it i i you know anything after 57 because you know i had i had this whole anxiety around 57 because my mother passed at 57 and i just couldn't get i no matter what i did i just couldn't get past it so i just surrendered to it i said you know I'll just, whenever I get to 57, whatever, if I get to 58, it'll be gravy. Well, here I am. I'm sitting at 60. It's, and I, I, anything after this, anything after 57 for me is just incredible. And that's how I, honestly, God, that's how I feel. So I feel really good. I mean, I, I still think I have small mobility issues, uh, but that's because I need to really move more. Uh, but that's all right, because uh, it all starts now. I gave myself uh, 30 days of grace of thinking about goals and 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 procrastinating goals but now it's on and popping i have a dream <laughs> i have a dream so so i have goals i have real goals which i always do so i'm in a screenwriting screenwriting class which which <laughs> started yesterday and guess what? I'm already behind. <laughs> I'm going to catch up tonight. I was going to catch up tonight. I'm gonna, I'll catch up tonight. I'll catch up tonight. I'm in a screenwriter's class and I'm already behind. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Listen, it's all right. It's all right. I'm, I'm, a, I'm just going to go with it. I'm going to go with it. I'm going to go with it. Uh, but there's some things that I want to be doing and I got to get it done. So, um, and, and I have too much clutter around me, you know, so, and I, you know, it doesn't make me unhappy, but it does make it challenging to do stuff. And now that my living room is freed back up, I can start getting rid of some pieces. That's, that's the goal to get rid of some stuff out of there and to uh, order some paint. I just have to confirm a color. That that's always, you know, that's how I get tripped up. I, you know, that's where the procrastination, because then I like, I start dreaming about colors. And then I go to Jackie Buster's house and I go, ooh, because, you know, we have the same, every, all the houses on the street have the same footprint, right? On this side of town. Not any house that's built in 1950, 1940, or whatever it is, they all have the same footprint, right? So, so when I go in her house, I'm like, ooh, the color is so bright. And then I come back home to my dark space and I'm like, oh, I want that color. And then, and then, and then I get caught up because I, I have colors that I really, really love. So I think I just go with the colors that I really, really love. I was trying to, trying to introduce new colors. Like I was trying to like, I, let me see if I could love, let me, let me see other colors that I love. There's no color that I dislike. 
So I was like, okay, let me, let me do this. But I keep coming back to the colors that I, I am faithful to. And the only departure of those colors was uh, when I was, uh, when I lived on Bellevue. Those colors were a departure from the colors that I actually love. You know, my 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 living room was red and the, my kitchen was cobalt blue. And cobalt blue was the only color that carried over from my other house. Um, and, and actually the cobalt color wasn't. It was close to the periwinkle blue that I really liked. But anyway. Um, and the and the and the hallway going upstairs was yellow. My son's bath bedrooms were basketball orange, and the girls had like some purple, lavender, pink kind of wash on the walls. And then my room was like a teal. So though you know, so the colors upstairs were closer to the colors that I pretty much like to, you know. But but I do want to incorporate some pink. Uh, in the space because I I like pink, so I was thinking my bedroom could become pink, you know, uh, and my kitchen yellow, or peach ice cream, or some kind of orange, or you know something sunny, or I don't want it to be cobalt blue. Uh, I was thinking purple for the dining room, and then like maybe an orange for the for the living room. I like a lot of color. I treat color like neutrals. I don't treat neutral colors. I treat bold colors as neutral colors. So that's what I was thinking, you know. That's the idea. So anyway, that's where the procrastination is. So I need to get some paint on these walls. And I want a particular paint that I, there's a particular kind of paint that I want. We'll see. <laughs> now, now that I walk into my living room, it looks semi-empty. Well, not empty cleared because my daughter is no longer on the couch she's in the room that her sister had and uh because her sister has moved and uh yay so i'm i'm hella excited by that um that one is gone you know i'm, I'm trying to uh i'm trying to have this space to myself that's what i'm trying to do I just need, a, I, you know, if I could get a decade, if I could get a decade of nobody here but me, that would make me extraordinarily happy. And then anything after 70, I'll be like, all right, whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, okay, anything after, anything after 70, okay, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. So. So we'll see what, I mean, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Uh, we'll see what happens. Anyway, uh, that's my life in paradise. I've got to, I've got to go get an oil change, which I'm going to do next week. I don't have any time this week. I won't be able to get anything done this weekend. Uh, I just won't. So it'll have to be uh, next week. Uh, I've got so many things going on. It's ridiculous. So many things. <laughs> uh, which is fine. And uh, perhaps the weather will be gentler and nicer. Um, so it won't be so, uh, won't be so crazy. Although today, this afternoon, I think we're going to get some thunderstorms. I think that's what they said. It's going to roll through. Uh, so we have to be mindful of that. And, uh, you know, so around three o'clock, I think, long as long as I got the grocery shopping done, you know, we get to the store. There's nothing worse than going to the getting caught in the rainstorm with groceries. It just makes everything harder. <laughs> just makes everything harder. So, yeah. So. So, yeah. So you'll get some rain today. It'll be a little bit cloudy tomorrow. I don't see any rain in the forecast. And then sunny on Sunday and the temperature is going to drop. So it'll be cool. I, I don't know what to make of this weather. I really don't. So I don't I don't know what to make of it. This is a it's already starting off to be a weird weather. It's been weird since the winter. Since since fall, it's been weird. You know, it hadn't been I mean we had one or two cold days, but not long cold snaps. It's been a pretty mild winter. Uh, but it's been a 
a pretty chilly spring. So, so I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know. I'll talk to Paul and the Jewish contingency and see what they could do about the weather. Cause you know, the Jewish folks control the weather. That's what I heard. So I'm just trying to, I just got to confer with them and see, you know, see what's, see what's happening. See if there's anything I can do. <laughs> see if there's anything I could do to, uh, you know, influence uh, the weather with, with my Jewish sisters and brothers since they control it, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, I thought this crazy story in Connecticut. What town was this? Some town where they were up in arms about two books in the library that, I don't know, celebrated difference, you know, uh, I guess sexual orientation of some sort or makes reference to it or something. Now, these books have never been checked out in the library. So I don't know who is sitting around going through, looking through books who haven't been looked checked out or, or, or I don't know how, who was looking for these books about th this kind of stuff uh, for children. Uh, nobody has checked the book out. So guess what's going to happen now? <laughs> now they're not going to be able to keep the damn book in, on the shelves because people are going to check this book out because they're going to want to know. That That's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. People are just so ridiculously stupid. Oh, stupid. Uh, so to the folk, to the person who uh, reached out to me through our YouTube channel, um, to have com bigger conversations. Uh, this is what I would invite you to do is in your town, wherever you live, have conversations in your town. You don't necessarily have to do it across social media because I don't know if that serves you. I mean, if you're about being served, if you just want to wax poetic, run your mouth and be heard, all right, then go stop on social media somewhere. But if you really want to get involved and make a difference in your community, right where you live, then go to your city council meetings. I dare you to go to your board of ed meetings and hear what's going on and what is being discussed and what is being voted on. Uh, go to your board of zoning uh, uh, meetings. Go and hear um, what projects are coming through and, and, and listen and, 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 and uh, immerse yourself in, in the, in the, and the upkeep of where you live. Uh, that's how you have impact. And if there's conversations that need to be had, had, then you raise them. You get in there and you roll up your sleeves and you have the conversation. So I know every city council in this state has meetings once a month, uh, you know, your board of selectmen, whatever it is, they're having meetings. Every town has a board of education. Go in here, even if you don't have kids, go, you pay in taxes. You want to know what is happening. Go and, and, and immerse yourself in those conversations. It's not enough to be on social media under a pseudonym, waxing poetic about stuff. That's easy. Anybody could do that. It takes courage and bravery to sort of help sustain and maintain your communities. Uh, uh, with the changing tide. So, and, and I don't mean like just be crazy. I don't, I don't, I'm not advocating for crazy people to, to keep it white supremacy standards. That's, that's not what I mean. I mean, look around your community and see who's not in it and then bring them in. Look who is showing up to your council meeting and if there are people who are missing, if there are voices that are missing, you must invite them. You can't just stand in the hall and be like, oh, well, I don't hear these voices. Have you invited these voices? You have to be about the business, business of inviting. And, you know, not for nothing. <clears throat> My friends are very politically sophisticated and savvy. They pay attention to what's going on. I don't know if I could really honestly be friends with anybody who is not concerned about where they live. You, you, you can't be a friend to me if you're not concerned about where you live or the environment or what happens to children or your neighbors or you know how your trash gets picked up. I, I, don't, I don't know if we could be friends. 
you know, if you don't concern yourself with uh, uh, pushing back on dangerous narratives that do harm uh, uh, particularly specific populations of people, you know. I mean, I, I know people who try on stuff all the time, who try on culture or culture adjacent, immerse themselves in people's culture. But then at the end of the day, they're white people, they go back to being white people. I, I've seen it. <laughs> I'm not talking about those people either. I'm talking about people who are about it. And if you are about it, you will find your tribe and y'all would make some inroads because you can disrupt you could disrupt anything at any point in time that does not serve the better, the 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 that does not serve uh, what is in the best interest of your community. It just you 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 can disrupt, you know. You can disrupt peacefully, you know. You don't got to take up arms. You could peacefully disrupt, you know. If you if you see your 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 board of education erring on the side of banning any book, then you must disrupt that. You must go and raise your voice and say, no, that is against uh intellectual pursuit when you ban books. That makes us uh uh leery and fearful of each other when we start banning books. When we start banning books, what we're saying is, I want to limit your capacity to learn. I want to limit your capacity to understand. And we don't ever want that. We don't ever want that. And I think we do ourselves a disservice when we let these stupid people stand up talking about, I don't want my kid to learn whatever. But your kid got a whole cell phone in their hand. They got games at the house. What are you talking about? You know, you don't want people to read To Kill a Mockingbird? I hate that damn book, but I will never ban it because there are still lessons to be learned from that story. There's still lessons to be learned from Catcher in the Rye. There's still lessons to be learned from Huckleberry Finn. There's still lessons to be learned from all these books. And, and we should be talking about them and their impl imp imp uh, uh, implications on today's society. We should be having these conversations. I'm just saying. So, ha. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. You know, I mean, there's, there's just, there's so many ways in which you can you can you can be in community and uh and help elevate your community you know no everybody's not going to run for public office uh but but you can you can be on committees you know you can concern yourself with uh committees adjacent to stuff that you care about you could do that you could be a, you could offer yourself up to be uh, uh, an appointed person to a commission, you know, or a board that serves. I mean, you could, you could, there's all kinds of things. You, but we, what, what I frown on is armchair quarterbacking or people who let other people handle it. I know a lot of people like that. Oh, no, no, I don't need to get involved. They got it. Oh, no, no, no. I could depend on so and so. Oh, the people in my town, I depend. They got it. There, there's people on top of it. Are you on top of it? Are you about it? I, I, I don't. I want to live in a town where I don't know where I don't know who the players are. I, I don't want to live in a town where I don't have a, a passing understanding, more than a passing understanding of you know what is the vibe of this town. You know where where do we stand collectively on issues of open and affirming. Where do we stand collectively on, on access to all? Where do we stand collectively on, on, on the sharing of information? Where do we stand collectively in, in taking care of our neighbors? That's, that's how you become, a, that's how you are a good citizen. I, I want to be a good citizen. I, I've always wanted to be a good citizen. So, so I'm just saying, those are things that you could think about. 
you know, as you as you go about your day or or you feel tempted to go on the New Haven Independence site and wax poetic. <laughs> you know, you have an opinion. Yeah, you know, uh under a pseudonym. And then you go back in polite company, you know, you're back in polite company and no one, no one, no one is even knowing that you said these. You know? So, you know. Uh listen. Um uh, I, I just like being in community. I like knowing my neighbors. I like knowing who's running my town. I like knowing the players. I like knowing where the allocation of resources are going. Um, uh, and it's it's not a heavy lift. And and it, it you know it doesn't take up all my time to sort of know these things. Uh, when my children were young children, they were in school. I served on all the boards of the schools that they were in on the PTAs and the PTOs, whatever the hell it was, I served because I wanted to be that kind of parent. I'm, I, I don't need to be on a board of education now because I don't have any kids in school, but I care about kids in school. I care about them and I, I want them to have what they need. And so uh, I stay in tune to that. I raise my voice where I need to raise my voice. But I don't need to serve on the board of education. I I personally don't. Um, I think I think you should have parents who have kids in the school system to serve, and then as their kids age out, more parents could serve. Do you know what I mean? Like it's a revolving, it's a it's a steady stream of folks serving, you know, because they have vested interest. You know, I still have vested interest in the sense that I I want to see our schools thrive and produce talented children and decent human beings. I, I I want that, you know, I do. So, but I, but you don't need my black ass on that board. <laughs> and I, I ain't running for office. You know why I'm not running for office? I, because I think running for office is the highest honor that you, that to serve your community is the highest honor uh, of civic duty there is. Serving in office is the highest civic duty there is. I, I've done it. I don't want to do it again. Plus, people whine too much for me. I can't stand it. <laughs> I, I just, I just, I just can't stand it. Uh, uh, so, um, no. So, no, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, no. <laughs> but I encourage people to run because we need good people of heart and mind and, and good conscience uh to uh, uh save the republic do you know what i mean like people have to save save the republic i need people to save the republic we all have a part to do we all we all have a part to do in saving the republic that's our responsibility and 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 some of us have jobs that allow us platforms where we could put the clarion call out there you know and i i, I like to think that i do that periodically you know, so, so yeah, I'm just talking my ish today. It's Friday. It's Friday. I'm looking forward to some donuts. <laughs> I'm looking forward to donuts. Uh, Saturday morning. I don't think I have any plans except to study a little bit. Uh, I just got to be a best video tonight. For the screening of this film so i'm looking forward to that that's a good friday night uh i'm part of the haven docs family now so i'm curating films for the october film fest so it's gonna have a whole black ass section uh so i've got some films that i gotta look at i gotta invite some more films to it uh, and i'm looking forward to doing that so i think mostly i'm just trying to get past the lsat part now, the LSAT is a never-ending, movable feast. Because once I get past taking the, the actual LSAT, there's other stuff that I got to work on. You know, all the, the other parts, the other moving parts that go along with it. Because uh, the idea is to apply in the fall. So, I, you know, that's its own anxiety. Because what if nobody picks me? You know, I'd be like the last kid on the playground for kickball. 
And I never was the last kid for kickball. Like I've never, I was never the last one picked for anything. <laughs> I was never the last one. So uh, I think that's a painful feeling. I was never the last one not picked. I know what that's like because I've seen other kids be the last ones, but I was never the last kid to be picked. Um, so so I don't even think about well I can't get into law school. I I I don't I I don't imagine that I that I I won't get into law school. That I think the question is will I get into law school that I want? And I, listen, wherever I could get in, that's where I'm going. I'm 60. I just need to learn. I need to learn and get it all in within the time allotted and, and get out. Learn all the things, make all the differences that I can make and get the skill set and the tools and then get out. That's that's the plan. That's the idea. Really, that's that's the that's the plan. I'd like to do that. So we'll see. <laughs> we shall see. <laughs> uh, you know, and I, I've got some good choices. So we'll see what 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 can be done. You know, we'll see what what happens. We'll see where I could go. Uh, I've, I've enjoyed the process, the Yale Access to Law School program. Um, I mean, I was interested from the first time they came on my show to talk about it. From the very moment that they came on, it, I, my antenna perked up. Uh, I'm so glad I waited, you know, because some of them had to, you know, because the pandemic hit shortly after that. So they had to be online. And I think that that would have just been murderous for me. I would have just not enjoyed that at all. You know. I, I would not have enjoyed that at all. Uh, so I think I was in the cohort that I was supposed to be in, which is the third cohort. Uh, I've enjoy, I'm enjoying the process. It's a lot. Woo. It is a lot. It is a lot. Uh, but that's okay. Because uh, I feel like if I'm in these times, I was built for these times. You know what I mean? I always feel that way. If I'm in these times, I was meant to be in these times. I was built for these times. And so uh, so I try to move about the world with that understanding that I'm supposed to be here. Like this is the time I'm supposed to be here. And try to and just try to move, move, move in that way. And we'll see. All is well. So I, I got to get around the corner because I, I told Sophie I was going to start a garden. I've yet to get over there to start a garden. Ah, <laughs> it's been a lot. So we'll see what happens. I haven't even started a garden in my yard. I haven't in, in my on my porch because I've got a raised garden bed thing, and uh, I I think I was gonna put some marigolds in. So that's the that's still the goal to put marigolds in. I wouldn't mind trying to grow some herbs and and some tomatoes. See, I, I want to grow some heirloom tomatoes. I don't know if I get enough sun on the porch. I don't think I do for tomatoes. So I go around Sophie's yard and find out the highest point in the sun. Like, when does she get the most sun? Because I really would like to grow some heirloom tomatoes. But everybody's growing tomatoes, so I don't know if I really want to grow tomatoes. So maybe I'll just grow some flowers. I'll just put flowers in her yard. I want some flowers. <laughs> Grow, grow some flowers. <laughs> That's the idea. I was like, maybe not vegetables, or maybe some herbs or something. We'll see. I don't know. I see so many gardens going up in the neighborhood. I love it. It's such a nice. I saw Nize yesterday. She was just two doors down from me, uh, working with uh the roots, roots life. And uh his church is right there on, on, uh, on uh, Newhall. And so uh, he was, the, his church allowed him to start a, some garden, raised beds. So they were over there. So I saw them. It was so nice to see her. 
out here being a gardener looking suntanned and ready. I was like, get it, girl. Get it. So, so yeah. So I told him, I said, listen, you have excess. You know, I live right there. Put them in a basket. <laughs> Put them on the porch. I will happily take them. Who doesn't like fresh fruits and vegetables? Who? Now, I, I, I must say, buying them at the store is a pain for me. Cause they, they, it's like they just go bad. Cause I, <laughs> but I've been watching this sister on a, on Instagram or Facebook or TikTok or wherever it is, and she she tells you all the tricks to preserve things. You know, like you could keep things for weeks and weeks and weeks. And I was like, oh, that might that might save my life around lettuce, because I keep buying lettuce, thinking, oh. I want a salad and there's no days that I ever want to make a salad. None. So the salad wilts and goes all slimy in the fridge. Cucumbers get all slimy. I mean, I will get the cucumbers and make a, a good water, right? Let's make a good water. Ciao. <laughs> oh, please. <sighs> Ciao, please. Ciao, please. So I, I have to figure I have to figure that out. I have to get that in, and uh, 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 fig, figure out how to preserve. I, I like a lot of frozen vegetables, you know, quality frozen vegetables, you know, quality frozen vegetables. Uh, cause then, cause then I, they don't. I don't. I don't. I'm not wasting. I use what I want, you know. So I think that's what I have to invest in: quality frozen, you know, frozen. <laughs> frozen onions and, <laughs> you know, vegetables like that, because anything else is just, it's just, you know, a waste, a waste of money. And uh, I don't want to waste money. So, and I, I rarely eat home. I, I wish I, no, I don't wish that. I, I like eating out. I mean, I've been cooking for all of my life and feeding children for 20, for 20 some odd years. You know, I get home, I, I don't want to cook. You know, I don't love my stove. Uh, but even if I love my stove, I I mean, I love my stove in my other house. <laughs> like, I, I don't want to cook. <laughs> like, no, I just, I don't know what it is. I mean, I, I, I like a brunch. So, you know, the little Sunday brunching, uh, good. But beyond that, though, no, so some frozen vegetables and stuff in the fridge is fine. You know, I I guess I don't have five bread either because it goes bad. I mean, I don't I don't need a lot of bread. I don't even eat a lot of bread, so it's one of those things. So just trying to you know figure out how to maneuver these waters in this day and age as a as a a, a single woman, uh, you know. Uh, I tell you what I like to keep in the house, wine. <laughs> Spirits. Because <laughs> you never know when a party will jump off, you know. So so we'll see. And it's it's about to be porching season. So it's time to sort of, uh, you know, dock up and put some stuff on the porch and just be ready for people to come through. You know, some good rosés and uh, uh, you know, it's it's been chilly enough to still want reds, but it's time to it's time to uh, come up come up for rosés, and uh, and my friends at Wine keep some nice ones, so you know, I, you know, I'll stop by there, pick up some, see what happens. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's summer will be upon us, and uh, I start to think about what I want to do on the porch. You know, after June, I think after after these LSAT, after the LSAT test itself is done, I think I'm going to sit for it again in August. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm going to take an August test. So that means it gives me the summer to really get into it and study a little harder, work on my stuff. Um, that kind of thing. So, uh -huh. And that, that's where we are. 
So I've got, you know, like I said, at the top of the hour, I got goals. <laughs> Speaking of goals, I hope Dr Harry Dross is sitting his ass down somewhere putting his leg up, you know, because if you, because you, you want, you want to, you want six months from now, you want to have your second knee done and you've got to do right by this one. Like you've got to do right by this one. You've got to follow the instructions or you're not going to be a good patient and a good candidate for the next one. I'm just saying. So err on the side of, you know, doing what they tell you to do. You know, they're not telling you, you know, it's like, like when you were raising kids, you know, you're not telling them these rules because you want to curtail their life and their fun. You're telling them things because you want them to be well. Same with the physicians. They want you to be well. <laughs> Harry. So sit down. <laughs> and don't give Karen a hard time. You're making her life difficult when you're difficult. She wanna she wanna be able to take care of you, but she can't if you're in the way. <laughs> so get out your way. Get out of your way, Harry, and let people do what they know to do what they're trained to do. I'm just saying, <laughs> get out the way. <laughs> get out of the way. Get out of the way. So uh, I'm excited about Angelique Kijo being on the green with the symphony. That is going to be incredible. Incredible. You know what I mean? So. If you're not, if you're not planning, plan, 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 plan. <laughs> and uh, the Arts and Ideas uh, digital uh, brochure is up. So you could peruse, you could peruse it and figure out the stuff that you want to see and the stuff that you want to do. So that, uh, I mean, the actual physical book is really nice. I have it. I don't have it in front of me, but it's in my purse. Uh, it's really good. Uh -huh. I'm looking forward to it, but I always look forward to it. So there you go. Uh, so that's happening. Don't forget the New Haven Docs tonight. Uh, 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 Gorman to be on in, in about 20 minutes to talk about uh, tonight's uh, feature and, uh, and, and October coming up. And then uh, the artistic director for the Jamaica Dance Company is coming out at 1030. And uh, he's just going to talk about, uh, you know, this this uh, this collab, a part of the Arts and Ideas in Schubert Theater. This is exciting stuff. So I, I hope folks uh, are getting their tickets for tonight's show and for Saturday's show. So for some of y'all that, you know, oh, can't you do the late night? then. Uh, Saturday matinee, two o'clock. Might be for you. Might just be the ticket. I'll be there at two o'clock Saturday. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. So two o'clock. And it's not going to be like a gazillion hours. It's going to be what, an hour and a half, maybe? Two hours max, you know, to see some artistic expression of your countrymen. Yes, um, count me in. I might get downtown early and have some early lunch. That would be nice, early lunch, and then stroll myself over uh, to the theater. I'd be able to do that. I've been hankering for uh, a little flank steak, so maybe uh, 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 South Bay might be the move because I know they do a flank steak. So I like my flank steak over a salad. Ah! Baby! Foodie. I'm a foodie. Good food is, good food is love. <laughs> good food is a hug. You know, I, I don't, I don't eat a whole lot. I don't cook meat at my house. So I don't feel like I eat a lot of meat. So when I'm out, I don't mind a steak, you know, or something that I don't cook at the house. So I don't, I don't mind that at all. Um, so maybe that's what I'll do tomorrow. I'll position myself to go downtown uh pop by uh south bay 
or Pacifica or, or Jack's or whoever's open for lunch, you know, or brunch or something, you know. I mean, I got all of downtown to play with. So so maybe that's what I'll do tomorrow. I'll get downtown, stroll the shops a little bit because I got time and uh, eat somewhere, you know, and then go across the street and catch the uh, the dance, see what happens. And if the weather is good, I may roll to Westport and catch uh, Samara Joy. I might. 20 bucks. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what the weather is like, how I'm feeling. I wouldn't mind doing that. Might be a good idea. So, uh, uh, let's, you know. Yes. Yes. So, uh, uh, so that that might be the plan that might work that might that might work so we'll see what if anybody else wants to you know get in it get into it and join me or whatever if not make my way there by myself i got put my chair in my car and roll out <laughs> and this is the time of year you put i put my chair in the car because you never know you're gonna run up on a festival child you know, you run up on an outdoor concert and I got a good chair because it has a pull up, it has its own pop up table. It's got its own cooler thing. So I could put a whole bottle of wine in there. It's like it's got a cool, a, like it's like a sleeve that's a cooler. So you just put a bottle, a chilled bottle of wine in there and it'll stay chilled. And it's got pockets on the side. I mean, this thing is, I've had it for quite some time. Uh, and it works <laughs> and it's light. I just take it with me. So. Anyway, uh, we're going to go on break in a few minutes. And when I come back, I will uh, have Gorman Brashad from New Haven Docks for about a, about 10, 15 minute conversation uh, to talk about uh, the films that we're screening tonight on housing. And I hope people uh, come out for it. It'll be really good. And then at 1030, hopefully I'll have um, Marlon Sims, who is the artistic director for uh, the Jamaican uh, dance company uh, to come on and talk about uh, tonight's performance and tomorrow afternoon's performance and and uh, and all of that. So, all right, my dears, I'll be back in a in a in a few minutes. All right, Nora. <laughs> hey.